Hey Degenerates, welcome back to another edition of Hold the Line. It's your boy, Frank the Bank, and uh, I missed you. I just wanted to tell you that. I think you probably missed us too. Didn't have any shows this week. Let me tell you why. It was the slowest week in sports ever. Uh, obviously, two days out of the week, there was no games going on at all. One day was the MLB All-Star Game. Not really a whole bunch of analysis there. They did have the home run derby, which is always fun. And uh, the British Open did start on Thursday, so we did miss out on a little bit of golf talk. Sorry, True. Couldn't get you on the show this week, but you know maybe we'll talk this weekend. Anyway, we have a special upload for you today. Uh, I was on the Bank the Bet podcast from winnersandwiners.com with our good friend Scott Steen. And uh, we ran through the full board of MLB picks, so I'm going to go ahead and upload the audio here. And in the show notes, I will go ahead and, and include links to their website and their podcast and everything else you need to know. So that's going to be our show today. Enjoy. Welcome, sports bettors, to Bank the Bet, brought to you by winnersandwiners.com. Here he is to run down the board for today's games, your host, Scott Steen. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bank the Bet. Welcome back from the All-Star break. I am your host, Scott Steen, with winnersandwiners.com. Winnersandwiners.com, we're getting ready for the second half. We hope you are, too. We're putting up content every day on every game in America. If you can bet on it, you can bet we're writing about it at winnersandwiners.com. Make sure you check all that out. We're getting fired up for football season. we got uh, baseball stuff up every day. A uh, little British Open as it happens, so uh, it's an exciting time, and uh, and we're get, and we're getting pumped. We're uh, the All Star All Star Game pretty much means it's uh, second half, and that means football is just a couple weeks away, and I cannot wait. So this is a uh, special day for me. We have a new guest here. If you're a, a regular listener, you know that my usually my Friday guest the last couple times has been Knox with Hold the Line podcast. Apparently, Knox has grown uh, too big for his britches. He's now too good to be on the show with us. Uh, actually, he's uh, he's out there pedaling and working on that day job today. So he has uh, graciously arranged for one of his co-hosts on Hold the Line podcast to be on. I'm very excited to have him. His first time, it's Frank the Bank Perry, all the way from Ohio. Frank, how are you today? Scott, I'm doing great. Listen, if you can't have the best, you're going to settle for the rest. So I guess that's me. That's right. That's right. Well, you know anybody with anybody with the bank right in their uh, right in their nickname. I, I gotta I gotta like that. Knox, he's, he's good. He's a good guy. But uh, you know we've uh, together we've struggled. We've struggled. So uh, let's see if you can uh, let's see if you can put Knox to shame. And uh, next Friday we'll be talking about Knox who. So uh, without further ado, here we go. Uh, we got one afternoon contest today. Of course, it is at. Wrigley Field, the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. I'm just checking one last time here to see if I have a total on that game. Hey, there it is. They got it up. Oh, my. The wind must be blowing out today, Frank. The wind must be blowing out. So we've got St. Louis at the Cubbies. St. Louis plus 130, Cubs minus 150. And the total today with that wind cranking out on a hot summer day is 11. 11. Uh, Flirty, Flirty gets the ball for St. Louis against John Lester for the Cubbies. What do you Ooh, think? Let's, uh, let's kick it off in style here. Ooh. Frank, what do you got there? 
Well, like you said, it's the second half of baseball. It's time to put some lifeblood into the sport. This is when people start coming around and really start paying attention. We're headed towards the playoffs. I'm ready to go. I think you're ready to go. These Cubs looked ready to go in their game yesterday. They blew the cards out 9-6. to six. You know, the cards are on a downswing. They fired uh, their manager a couple of days ago, and they're replacing him. I'm going to go ahead and say that the Cubs take this one money line. I like John Lester. He owns the cards 7-4 and four with a 2.26 ERA in 17 games against them. And Flaherty is winless in his last six starts. So I'm on the Cubs. I think that's decent value. It's not great value, but it's decent I like value. It. Yeah, it's not It's not a ton. It's uh, and, I, and I went back and forth there with the run line because uh, Flaherty's – he was good for a minute, but he's uh, he doesn't. He, Cardinals don't hit left-handers very well at all. They're three and ten their last thirteen against left-handers. Uh, Flaherty, is, as you alluded to, one and six his last road starts. And the other hand, Lester pitches well at Wrigley. Seven and one his last home starts against right-handers. Twelve and two their last fourteen. I, I like the Cubbies here as well. I like the Cubbies minus the one fifty. We'll uh, we'll t- we'll we'll kind of sit back and see if the if the balls fly a little bit. And a little sidelight, I, uh, I I made one bet yesterday. I had the Cubs-Cardinals under 5.5 for the first five innings. And as wacky as that total ended up and as high as that total ended up, I actually had a shot at it. It was 3-2 uh, to two with one out in the bottom of the fifth, two men on. He hit a ground ball, but uh, exactly the wrong place to turn the double play. And the route was on, and my under was screwed. So... I'm 0-1 for the second half is what I'm saying to you. Uh, so here we go. Uh, moving on from Chicago, 7.05 start tonight. Uh, San Diego comes all the way to the East Coast to play the Phillies. The Padres plus 150, Phillies minus 180. Total on that is eight. Richard goes for San Diego against Jake Arietta for Philadelphia. It's uh, just like you said, Frank, it's, it's put up or shut up time. Philadelphia, one of those teams – that's uh, kind of hanging around in the East there, and they're going to make uh, if they're going to do it, they got to make their move now. Does it start tonight, brother? I think so. I mean, this Padres team—they are having a fire sale. Uh, as you know, you know Knox is a big Indians fan. I'm also a big Indians fan out here in Ohio. Uh, Hand went to Indians. I'm sure he's going to be pretty handy in their bullpen. Arietta has been pitching great in July after a bad start to the year. He's got a 1.89 ERA. So, you know, usually I like to ask, what have you done for me lately? And lately, Arietta's been on fire. I like the Phillies in this one, minus 168. At least that's the, that's the last line I saw when I looked. I don't know if it's been updated since then, but I like him on the money line here. Phillies all the way. All right. Yeah, I've, I've still got it at, uh, at my main side that I use. I've still got it at minus 180, which always leads us. You know, I, I preach this every time, every show. Uh, shop your lines. If get more than uh, get more than one place, if you have the opportunity, and check those lines because there's always going to be a little bit of difference. Sometimes it works against you. Sometimes it works for you, depending on which side you're on. So this would be one of those cases where if you can find some Philly money down in the 160s, I'd lock that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Diego, yeah, they're uh, the last 16. They're three and 13 against winning teams. They're six and 21 overall. Their last 27. Uh, Philadelphia, good home team, 17 and six. Last 23 versus left-handers. And four and one in Arietta's last five starts. I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to lock up that money line. And uh, right now, the money line on that is minus one, or excuse me, plus 120. 
So I'm going to get a little positive value. When I when I put this in last night, it was plus 135, but it has dropped a little. But it's still good value at plus 120 on the run line. There, I think I might have said the money line, but I meant the run line. Run line minus one and a half, plus 120. Yeah, we're all trying to find our second half groove, so apologies. <laughs> um, all right, another 7.05 start there on the East Coast. Another battle in the East, the uh, East-leading Atlanta Braves visit the Washington Nationals. Atlanta plus 145, Washington minus 178 is the total there. The newly resurgent Annabelle Sanchez for Atlanta against Steven Strasburg making his first start in just over a month. Uh, They need Strasburg. Does he show up tonight, man? Well, you know, anytime you're coming back from a shoulder issue, you kind of got to work a few bugs out. DC's riding high right now. They had the all-star game. Harper went and won the home run derby. They're feeling good. The Braves has slumped a little bit here in the past couple of weeks, going 3-8 and in their last 11. But they've done pretty well against the Nationals, 6-3 and this season. They've got Annabelle Sanchez on the mound. Love him in this spot. I think the Braves take away that momentum the Nationals are trying to build, shut the door on them, and the Braves take this one money line. I've uh, I've got it I've got it booked exactly the same way I've got uh, I got the I got the Braves and the value there at plus one forty five I with you I like uh, I think Strasburg's a hell of a talent when he's when he's healthy that first that that first uh, start back after a month off more than a month off he's uh, his last start was June eighth and yeah shoulder issues those those things uh, shoulders and elbows man those uh, those worry me for pitchers and uh, I know he's had I know he's had Tommy John already so. Uh, it's time to move into shoulder issues for Steven Strasburg. I'll take the Braves as well. I will lock up that value at plus 145, getting almost three to two on our money. Hit them dogs. Hit them dogs, baby. <laughs> our last 705 start here is the Battle Big Apple. The Mets at plus 170, heading to uh, Yankee Stadium, take on the Yanks minus 205. Eight and a half is your total there. Thor. Thor gets the ball for the Mets. Syndergaard against Herman for the Yanks. Man, the Mets are a plus one seventy Yankees minus two oh five. That's a that's a, that's a little strong with Syndergaard on the mound. Do we got some value there? Or are you lean in a different way, Frank. Well, that is hefty. Uh, you know, there's no question who owns New York this year. Obviously, the Yankees. The Mets have struggled all season. They've got two good players, and they're both starting pitchers, but. Neither of them can really shut the door on any team because no Syndergaard, he's got no complete games this season. He always has to rely on that bullpen, and they only convert 60% of their save opportunities. So it's no doubt the Yankees are probably going to win this one. The tough part is now, do you want to lay all that money down just to get a little return? I'm thinking the under might be a better play here. Uh, It's a little... You know, a little bit more conservative. I think, you know, Noah pitches a great game. Now the tough part is always that bullpen. If they're going to allow, you know, a couple of runs here and there, that could push you over at the end of the game. But I'm liking the under here. I think uh, the Mets lineup isn't going to do much, and I, I like Noah against that Yankees lineup. Man, it's like it's like we almost got together and compared notes. I also I also like the under there. I'm just, I'm just not a... Uh... I'm just not a Herman fan. I'm just uh, that's that's the one Yankees pitcher. I'm just I'm just not behind yet. Um, a couple stats here under the under is 15 four and two in Syndergaard's last 21 starts versus a winning team. Uh, it's also five and one 
in the Mets' last uh, six road starts against a team with a winning percentage of 600 or higher. I like the under there as well. Eight and a half, and I will uh, I will also bank on, uh, I hate to say these words, the Mets' bullpen to get it done. The good news is they're well-rested. Uh, the bad news <laughs> is it's all the same guys. So we'll see what happens. The bad news is everyone is well rested. Yeah, they can. They, they, so. they, it's like a two ninety nine Chinese buffet. Um, it's going to suck, but <laughs> at least there's a lot of it. So that's the uh, the Mets. That's kind of the situation with the Mets bullfin. Um, they're all bad, but there's a lot of them. So yeah, sixty percent save percentage. That is just dreadful. Uh, good luck, Mets. I hope Syndergaard goes about eight and a third, and. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess Familia is still on that team. Allegedly, they have a closer. So um, yeah, we'll see what uh, we'll see what happens there. The battle for New York should be fun. Uh, the one thing we can bet on is it's going to be the national game uh, just about every night this week. So that'll that'll be wonderful for those of you that can't get enough New York baseball. Um, they're not playing Boston, but it's the next best playing next best thing they're playing the Mets. So we enjoy. Uh, now we're heading up north of the border for that weird ass 707 start. I don't know if you're a regular listener or not, Frank, but uh, we've uh, discovered why that is. It's so they can fit in both national anthems and still uh, start on time. Isn't that interesting? No, probably not. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> what a great answer. Yeah, super interesting. There's a guy that wants to come <laughs> back on this show. Excellent. Um, <laughs> It's uh, Baltimore, because um, <laughs> they still have a team, apparently, even after trading Machado. Uh, Baltimore, they're going to make them play the rest of the games, which kind of sucks for everybody there in the, in the Baltimore area. But uh, I digress. They are plus 150 against those Blue Jays, who are minus 170. Eight and a half again is your total. Dylan Bundy goes for Baltimore. Wow, remember when he was supposed to be good? Good times. Um, against Gavilio for Toronto. Uh, yeah. What do you, uh, somebody's got to win here, Frank, you got to pick. Well, it wasn't too long ago that I lived in the DC Baltimore area. So I do remember when Dylan Bundy was supposed to be good. And I do remember when the Orioles actually were winning games. That seems like decades ago. This team is bad. They traded their best player. I think I said another team was having a fire sale. The Orioles are really having a fire sale. They're getting rid of everybody. Everything must go low, low prices tanking the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> the Jays, they're 6-1 and one against the Orioles this year. Uh, you know, most of those wins have come by two or more runs. I like the Blue Jays in the, in the run line. I know they're not a great team. They're maybe not even an average team, but the Orioles are just so bad, I think the Blue Jays can get it done. All right, all right. That's, uh, I, don't, I don't hate that. I'm, uh, I'm going to lean a, a little bit of a different way here. I like the, uh, I like the under. Here's a... This is kind of fun. I found out that the Baltimore is four and four over their last eight. What an out, what an outstanding run! And that is a that has been good enough to allow my Kansas City Royals to take over the spot as the worst team in baseball. And uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't be prouder. Both teams are forty one under five hundred, but the Royals because they played two less games, they sneak in there with a winning percentage of two eighty four. Versus Baltimore's two eighty nine. Suck on that, Birds fans. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess, <laughs> gotta enjoy the little victories oh, while you yeah. have them. Take those little victories. I guess and hold Baltimore on uh, looked up and went, "Wow, somebody's as shitty as we are. Uh, well, we need to trade our best player." 
And so they did. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I like under eight and a half here. It's uh, Baltimore has uh, got a little, little bit of lean here. They're, the under is 11 and five. Their last 16 versus a losing team, which Toronto is as well. Uh, Toronto not playing good baseball. They're two and six in their last eight. However, the under is 18, seven and one. Their last 26 games versus a team with a winning percentage of less than 400. As I think we alluded to early, Baltimore certainly qualifies there. Uh, I like the under eight and a half for the uh, the second game in a row. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that under total. So and now we've got should be an interesting battle. It's uh, Boston on the road minus 205 heading to the Motor City plus 170. Eight and a half is your total there against the Tigers. David Price um, against Matt Boyd for Detroit. Price, you know he's a uh, He's one of those guys that you think is awfully good, and then you look up and he's got very, very pedestrian stats. Any chance the dog's got a little something for him here tonight, not, uh, Frank? Well, Price is a head case, and he's been his whole career. He had, goes through these stretches where he's great and everybody loves him and he gets the big contracts, and then he has to get into a big spotlight and just deflates like a balloon. So it's, it's hard to, to really you know love Price. But I think that uh, J.D. Martinez wants to take a little bit of revenge on his old team. Who doesn't, you know, like to beat up their old squad? Price right. has given up. He's given up eight homers over his last three games. You know, he's not doing great. He's got a little bit of an okay record against Detroit. I like the over in this one. You know, I think the Tigers might be a sneaky bet to win the game, but I like the over in this one, eight and a half. I think both these pitchers get beat up. Yeah, that's uh, certainly the way the stats would be pointing. Um, although Boston's won nine of ten, Price with a nine two zero ERA his last three. I think he alluded to that with the, with the eight round trippers. Um, Boyd, however, took a look at that nine two zero ERA and said, "Hold my beer." His uh, his ERA in his last five is ten point one seven. So, yeah, obviously a couple of high-quality major league starters here uh, recently. I'm going to I'm going to play the talent here, Frank. I'm because uh, the over looks to be the play. I think it's one of those games that looks so easy that it's it's not. So because of that, mm-hmm. I'm going to take the run line. I'm going to lay the full lug, the one and a half. I'm going to take Boston. The better team prevails here. I think Martinez maybe gets a little revenge, like you said. And I'll take that run line minus one thirty. Um, staying in the uh, East Coast time zone, we got a lot of got a er- lot of early games tonight. Love to make make note of that. If uh, all of our any of our listeners are out there on the West Coast, a lot of seven ten Eastern games tonight. So make sure you get those bets in before you leave the office, or you're going to get shut out. Um, another one is the Battle of uh, Florida tonight. Miami visits Tampa. Uh, the Fish are plus one fifty. The no longer Devil Rays, the just the Rays, don't call me Devil, are minus 180. Seven and a half is the total. Straley goes for Miami against Ivalde for Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay's been kind of a uh, a sneaky good team the first half. Do they get the second half rolling in the right direction tonight, Frank? Well, you know, Tampa Bay, they've been doing a couple of good things here recently. They just had a series with the Marlins where they only won one out of three. I think that the Tampa Bay is a little bit of a better team, and in those cases where the teams are kind of similar, one's a little bit better, I like to go with the better team. Now, what are the, the money lines you're seeing there? Because I'm seeing a pretty high raised money line where I'm looking, and I, I do not like that at all because I don't think 
I've got the money line on that at uh, plus one twenty five for the Rays. So Ooh. yeah, it takes it. Uh, it takes it. it, it there's a. Uh, the money line looks to be a good play. Everybody thinks that's going to be a tight game, and and actually the number's gone. Yeah, to uh, it's minus one eighty plus one fifty, and uh, yeah, still you can still get positive value plus one twenty five on the Tampa Bay run line if you uh, if you're so inclined, sir. Yeah, I think it's it, this one's a tough one to pick. Two poor pitchers, two below average teams that haven't given me much confidence at all. But you know what? If I'm gonna pick something i'm gonna try and get a little bit of value out of that i'm gonna go ahead and take the raise with that run line all right all right that's the uh run line plus 125 i don't hate that that's uh it looks like yeah it looks like nobody's a believer in the raise to score a lot of runs and and that's and that's indicative uh by their seven and a half the total uh, mm-hmm. as well so um yeah we'll see what happens there i like the uh, i'm gonna go the other way i think you've got two teams that are uh, probably a little closer in talent than a lot of people would like to admit I'm going to take Miami. I can't pass up the sucker bet. I'm going to take. I'm going to take. Uh, I'm going to take the Marlins at plus one fifty. Get uh, getting three to two on my money, and uh, I'm I'm fishing, so to speak. <clears throat> All right, that's. Uh, I'd like to say that's the last bad pun of the day. It's probably not. Uh, our last seven ten start here, moving into the National League Central. The Pittsburgh Pirates are plus one hundred against the Cincinnati Reds, minus one twenty. Nine is your total tail and goes for Pittsburgh against Molly for Cincinnati. Um, I know you guys are Ohio guys. You're Cleveland. You're not much of a, it's probably not much of a Cincy fan, but uh, kind of kind of in your backyard there. Who you got? Well, our other uh, host on the show is a big Reds fan. So when they had the, the Indians and Reds series, we did a, a series of podcasts where we, we kind of made some bets on that game, on those games. And uh, unfortunately, the Reds, came back on my Indians in the ninth inning in one of those games and was able to uh, blow the doors off of the Indians, which was terrible. But I digress. They did play some more games in that series, and one of those pitchers was Molly. And he got taken out after two innings because he was miserable. He was terrible. He pitched a horrible game, and he's been sitting on that, thinking about it all week during this All-Star break. So I think a lot of people are going to be down on the Reds. I think he's had the time to work it out and think about it, and I think the Reds are going to take this one on the money line. All right, Molly has been uh, pitching pretty well, so let's uh, let's check let's check that up to date money line total because that's uh, that's going to pay you some cheddar there, my friend. Um, oh, you're oh you're going to take them on the money line, not the not the run line. I got you. All right, so you're going to take a minus one twenty. Uh, I think that's decent value. It's uh. Yeah, this is an this is an interesting game. Pittsburgh's been playing well. They've uh, they've won six straight. They've won eight of nine. Um, I'm looking a little different direction here. Uh, the over is six and three in, in Taylor's last nine, and Cincinnati the over is cashed eight straight times. I know that streak's got to end someday, and if anything can put an end to it, it's me putting a bet on it. So uh, we're going to uh, we're going to take the uh, <laughs> over nine in that game, and probably. Uh, That'll be the most disappointing thing to come out of Cincinnati since Skyline Chili. Uh, somebody, if, if, by the way, can I ask you? Can I ask sure, you a man. question, Scott? Did you see the Skyline Chili during St. Patrick's no. Day? They dyed the chili. They dyed the chili green. Is there any worse of an idea? Like whoever is on that marketing team just needs to get fired and never work in marketing again. It looked looked 
like vomit. They, or it looked terrible. It, not that it already doesn't look like vomit, but it they was probably even- just served yesterday's chili and it didn't color it at all. That's uh, it's if that's a pro tip. If you're a if you if, if you ever find yourself in Cincinnati, so it says you have to try Skyline Chili. You just tell them no, no, I don't. I've I've eaten chili before, and it's they they put something sweet in it. I don't know what it is. It's like cinnamon or some other ridiculous thing they put in there. So just stop it. Stop it. The the Reds are in Major League Baseball. What Skyline Chili is to the culinary world. They're just both off. <laughs> um, so, yeah, take the take the nine. Take the over nine here. Hopefully those guys are going to uh, – they're going to be scoring a lot of runs so they can get to the bathroom because they probably had Skyline Chili. So, uh, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're going to be up there hurrying and hitting home runs and getting off there. So that's – take the over nine. Uh, and you like – and you like Molly to get his revenge at minus 120. I don't hate I don't hate that. Uh Pittsburgh's been hot. So uh one thing about it, when when bad teams get hot, that's gonna end. So uh yeah. Go ahead and take it. I don't hate that pick. All right, so let's go to uh let's go to the American League, shall we? 805 uh start. Cleveland. There's your boys. Cleveland, minus two fifteen, heading down to the Texas Rangers, plus one seventy-five. Nine and a half is your total. That's actually come down a half a run since yesterday. It was 10 when I first put these up last night. Trevor Bauer gets the ball for Cleveland against Perez for uh, Texas. It's uh, Trevor's been very, very good lately, giving up two or less. His last six, Cleveland, uh, Cleveland's going to win the Central by default uh, due to lack of interest on the other uh, part of the other four teams. So it is a... Uh, Cleveland just uh, just keep it rolling here. Just do their thing. Finish ten over five hundred and win the division by twenty games. Is it? Do they, do they? Do they just get it done tonight, Frank? Well, they they really need to start taking baseball seriously in Cleveland. They've been kind of you know waffling around, knowing that the division is terrible. Not you know not saying that they're not playing hard because they are. They just have a couple holes in the roster. Their bullpens really needed a hand. No one more than Trevor Bauer in his last game against the Reds where he pitched an absolute gem. I believe he had 12 punch outs. They were winning 4 to nothing in the ninth, and the Reds came back and hit him with seven runs. Or not hit him, but hit the, uh, the closer there in Cleveland with seven runs. So this bullpen could use some help, and help is on the way. They've got a gentleman coming over from the Padres. I don't know if you've been catching all my puns here today, but I keep using the word hand. Yes, that's right. His last name is Hand. <laughs> Brad Hand. <laughs> Brad Hand. So I'm excited for him. Uh, do you, is he playing tonight? Did, they, did he pass his physical yet, or do you know? I do not know. I, don't, uh, I haven't seen anything uh, regarding uh, Senior Hand um, we, we might have to, all right, I'm going to do you, I'm going to up one up here, brother. We might have to talk to the hand to find out. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. God. Uh, and it just uh, literally hundreds of hundreds of computers just clicked off the podcast before they did. They couldn't take it anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't, I imagine he's going to be, I, you know, I'm guessing he's going to be ready. I don't know for sure, but yeah, I'm I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking they're going to give he's going they're going to give him a he's, the bullpen's going to get a hand tonight. Yeah, either way, they're well rested. They've got a few guys that can carry the load for a day. I love Bauer. I I am not a big fan of this Rangers team. I hate uh, Perez. He's just had a miserable year. I like the Indians in the run line here. You want to get yourself a little value. It's it's hard to put it down on the money line. That's such a high. 
a high line there, but I'm liking the Indians with the run line. I think you get a little value there. All right, that looks like we can lock that up right now. If you act now, uh, you can get that run line at minus 130. And I would think that's going to go nowhere but up today. Uh, probably going to be a little less value. So uh, lock it up early and often on the run line. I don't hate that play. Uh, Perez has been a little better lately. Uh, 370, his last three. The unders come in at eight of nine Bowers. So I like I like the under here. I uh, you can you can occasionally find a little value playing that uh, playing that the under those big totals down there in Texas. I think this is one of those nights. I think the uh, I think Bauer shuts them down. I think you've got a real good chance at a, a six to one, seven to two kind of victory for uh, for the tribe, and uh, I think it stays under the total of nine and a half. I also uh, I heartily endorse I heartily endorse your uh, your pick of the run line on that one as well. So now it's a. Uh, Man, we got a lot of games this weekend with with teams that we got a lot of games that really matter. Uh, this is another series that's very important to both these teams. The LA Dodgers uh, travel to the Midwest uh, to take on the Brew Crew. Dodgers are minus one fifty. Milwaukee plus one thirty nine is your total. Uh, Hill gets the ball for the Dodgers against Wade Miley uh, from Milwaukee. Miley just making his second start after his stint on the DL. Who's the pretender? Who's the contender here, Frank? Well. The Dodgers have been overvalued all season, and I'm going to guess even more so now that they have Machado. Uh, they might be a better team for sure, but they've just been overvalued to death. I love the Brewers. They have just surprised everyone this year. They've been the Cinderella of the season. Wade Miley's, he's always been a decent pitcher. He's pitching pretty good this season. Rich Hill has not done well. I like the Brewers as the dog here at home, a home dog. You can lock that one in the bank. How about that? I, I like that. It's a, it's it's a, it's Frank's bank pick. I like that very yeah. much, and I like it even better because it's the same way that I went. I am for a lot of the same reasons you stated. Uh, Miley gave up uh, just two earned in his first start back. He looked like he was back in form. Um, yeah, Rich Hill. I think he's uh, probably been the most overvalued of that overvalued Dodgers team, and I don't like him at all away from Chavez Ravine. I think Milwaukee is the right play here. I would almost go out on a limb and say wrong team face. Okay, and that's the point we got to, and then I lost Frank. Um, and actually, I I, uh, I had a system problem on my end. My internet went down, and apparently when we got back together, I didn't pick up the rest of the conversation. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go from the, go- from, the uh, from the Dodgers going forward. I'm going to give you my picks. I'm going to give you Frank's picks. We're going to just rapid fire through here. They had all kinds of great reasons, but uh, we'll just we'll just finish strong and give you our picks. The uh, next game on the schedule was the uh, Twins at Royals, Minnesota minus 130, Kansas City plus 110, Gibson against Duffy. And Frank liked the over nine in that one. I liked the run line plus 125 with uh, Minnesota uh, taking it to my hometown, Kansas City Royals. Uh, We have San Francisco battle for the Bay, the Giants against uh, the A's. And minus 110, each side of that total was nine. Rodriguez against Jackson. And uh, Frank liked the run line with uh, Oakland at uh, plus 165. And I just liked regular old Oakland to win it at minus 110. Uh, Colorado, Arizona, Colorado plus 130, minus 145 for Arizona Marquez against Ray. Eight and a half is your total. Frank and I both thought... uh, Robbie Ray is not back in uh, in last year's form at all. Still not a good pitcher. We both took Colorado there, plus 130. And 
The uh, LA Angels hosted host the uh, Houston Astros. Keiko against Skaggs. Total on that is eight. Houston's minus 130. The Angels plus 110. Uh, Frank and I split on this one. He liked Houston uh, laying the wood at minus 130. And I thought the Angels had a little value with Skaggs starting for him at plus 110. He's been very, very good lately. Um, so, and then the last game was uh, White Sox against Seattle. We all made fun of uh, Chicago and the, and the American League Central. Uh, Chicago's plus 175. Seattle's minus 215. Eight and a half is your total. It's Shields against LeBlanc. And Frank and I uh, both saw a lot of value in the Seattle run line where we took it from 215 down to 105 with the minus one and a half. So there you go. Uh, apologies to uh, to everybody for letting uh, Frank get to, get to finish up there. Uh, he has some very funny stuff, and we're definitely going to have him on again. Uh, he's another cool guy with uh, with Hold the Line podcast. So give that a listen. Very funny stuff. And as always, thanks for being here with me, Scott Steen, on Bank the Bet. For winners and whiners and all the guys here at uh, at the show, we appreciate you listening. We'll be back tomorrow with 15 brand-new picks and uh, probably, yeah, no more than 12 or 13 winners. So uh, good luck to everybody. Have a great weekend, and we'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. Take care.